The U.S. spends more on health care than any other country in the world. And there's a sizable gap between American spending and the spending of other comparable nations. There's a good amount of variation across other countries. And Switzerland is about 25% higher than the UK, for instance. So there's quite a bit of variation in spending across European countries, other high-income countries. But America is a bit of an outlier, or a lot of an outlier. That's Ashish K. Jha, MD, MPH, director of the Harvard Global Health Institute. On this episode of Moving Medicine, a podcast from the American Medical Association, Dr. Jha looks into America's high healthcare spending and uses data to debunk potential reasons why. I'm your host, Todd Unger, Chief Experience Officer at the American Medical Association. Here's Dr. Jha. I'm going to try to talk about why we spend so much more than other countries. Um, this is a question that may seem obvious. Most health policy people in Washington feel like they know the answer to this. Um, I would argue that it hasn't been so obvious. Uh, and so I'm going to spend quite a bit of time talking about that. I'm going to talk a little bit about trade-offs. Because the one thing that policymakers in Washington love is telling you that there's a free lunch, that we just do X and everything will get better and nothing will get worse and there are never any trade-offs. Turns out health policy, like health care, is full of trade-offs. I often talk about this from a clinical point of view. I don't have a treatment that doesn't have side effects. Just don't know any, right? Even highly effective ones have side effects. So there are no policy prescriptions that are without side effect. And here's the other thing that you all know, because most of you are clinicians or have been, is that often the stronger the medicine, the stronger the side effects. And we're often trying to balance that, how do I do enough to make a real difference in something uh, without harming the patient? Um, I'm going to spend a little bit about, of time talking about quality and outcomes. The, the talk is primarily about costs but I don't think you can do justice to cost without talking about quality and outcomes. And I'm gonna talk about how do we think about value in the international context. That's my goal. Um, oh, and then I'm sorry, the, the last point which I am gonna finish with, probably spend five minutes on, is talking about states. Um, because all of the action in health policy over the next two years, if you drown out the politics of what's gonna be happening in Washington and everybody running for president, um, all the action, the intellectual action, the real movement is going to be at the state level. Um, that's my hypothesis. And then again, I'd love it if you guys either want to uh, question that or, or disagree. Um, and as I said, the rules of the road are this is going to be interactive and uh, I want disagreements. I want people to push back. Um, I am going to show you a whole bunch of data and the nice thing about data is um, you all are going to interpret it differently from each other and from me. So let's start with a slide that everybody knows, healthcare spending. This is 2016. Um, it's America compared to 10 other countries. This is proportion of the economy. Uh, we're at 17.8%. Uh, just as an orientation, because you're going to see these letters over and over again, the 10 countries we have up here, I'll tell you why we picked those, are UK, Germany, Sweden, France, uh, Netherlands, Switzerland, Denmark, Canada, Japan, and Australia. They're 10 big countries, they're wealthy countries. Um, we want to compare America to the wealthiest of countries. Um, and we know that healthcare spending is high in the United States compared to other countries, right? You've all seen uh, some version of this slide at least 50 times. Um, the only other point I want to make is our eyes are drawn to America because it's much higher. I, of course, also have it in a different color. Um, but if you actually 
take out America for a second, what you'll see is there's a good amount of variation across other countries. And Switzerland is about 25% higher than the UK, for instance. So there's quite a bit of variation in spending across European countries, other high-income countries, uh, but America is, is a bit of an outlier, or a lot of an outlier. Okay. So the talk, the next 30, 40 minutes, is going to focus on why. And not why are we at 17.6% or 18% or more like 19% now, but why are we so much more than other countries? That's the question I want to tackle. Why do we spend so much more on healthcare than other countries? Now, again, my suspicion is many of you feel like you know the answer to this question already, um, but I'm going to try to show you some data that will hopefully at least uh, get you to think a little bit differently about it. So this is the paper that was mentioned. Um, this was published last March in the Journal of the American Medical Association. Uh, called Healthcare Spending in the U.S. and Other High-Income Countries. Very simple, descriptive title. And I want to talk to you about our approach. Because as you might imagine, we had about 90 metrics that we compared these 11 countries, America and 10 countries. Um, and almost every one of those data points, somebody has written to us and contested. I don't agree with this. So that's fine. It's great. Um, and so I want to talk to you about how we collected the data, how we did this because we really spent a good year, year and a half trying to get this right. Our approach was pretty straightforward. We first wanted to compare America to 10 other very high income countries. We weren't interested in sort of lower, middle, high, middle. We said, let's pick the big countries, the, the wealthy countries, the systems that people often point to, whether you're on the left or the right, and say, hey, if we just did that, let's pick those countries. Um, the data sources, mostly OECD, so I'm assuming that some of you know, but not everybody knows what the OECD is. OECD stands for the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development. Um, it's a multilateral organization. Think of it like, it's like a WHO or the UN, except it has a very much smaller mission, which is it's primarily about collecting data and working on social policy, and it focuses primarily on high-income countries. So it's a club of about 29 countries, almost all high-income, and they focus on getting standardized data collected on social policy issues, education, healthcare, uh, social spending, et cetera. That's what OECD does. It works with governments. And then what we did was when we would get data from OECD, um, and some from the Commonwealth Fund, which does surveys of, of, uh, across countries, is we went to back to national statistics offices. Um, we often, very often, especially when we got data that we were a little surprised by, we went to experts in those countries and said, is this right? Um, could it be right? And did a lot of triangulation, and I would say every data point, especially the more controversial ones that I'll show you, we verified it, spending dozens of hours um, looking at national data, looking at, uh, talking to experts, uh, really trying to get to uh, making sure that we were comparing apples to apples, okay? So the question I'm gonna focus on is why do we spend so much more on healthcare? And let me just get going with a little bit of data, and then I'll take the first set of questions. So here's the only equation of the day, okay? Total spending is quantity times price. This is not meant to be all that complicated, right? So if you say, uh, boy, Ashish, you sure spend a lot of money on donuts. You spent twice as much on donuts last year as Jack did. Um, I'm pointing Jack Resnick in the front. Uh, it may be that I spent twice as much on donuts as he did. There are two ways that I could have spent twice as much on donuts. I could have bought twice as many donuts, could have bought the same number of donuts, but got really fancy ones and paid twice as much, or some combination thereof, right? 
So if we're spending twice as much as other high-income countries, we're achieving that by either doing twice as much healthcare, paying twice as much for the same amount of healthcare, or some combination. Everybody with me? That's the only equation you gotta know. Okay, total spending is quantity times price. Okay, so when I, and I think all of you who've engaged with policy, and I, I, most of my engagement with policy until recently has been at the national level, um, though luckily I think, again, because the actions at the state level, I've been doing a little bit more at, in the Commonwealth in Massachusetts uh, and elsewhere. But if you ask most policy people, and if you certainly look at the Affordable Care Act and the quality and cost initiatives within the ACA, the focus was really about quantity, this notion that we're overusing healthcare, that we're doing so much to our patients, we're delivering so much healthcare that that's why we spend so much. And all the policy stuff is about trying to reduce that overuse, our culture of overuse. So I would say that much of the policy focus has been on the quantity side of things. And, and you'll still see it in a lot of the state activities that are happening. Um, so let's take a look at the data. One hypothesis that I often hear is this American culture, we are quick to go to the doctor. At the drop of the hat, I get a little pain, I get a list, Americans are off to see the doctor. So we first ask the question, let's look at doctor uh, visits per capita. And here's what it looks like across these 11 countries, America and 10 other countries. Uh, this is uh, physician visits per capita in a given year. The mean is about 6.6, .6, and the United States is at four. By the way, in Japan, the mean is 13. That's the average Japanese sees their doctor more than once a month. And for every 24-year-old who hasn't gone in four years, there are people who are going every other week. Um, a lot of doctor visits. But the average is about 6.6, .6, and we're a good bit below that. So we're not seeing the doctor as much as these other countries. So then people look at that, and say, ah, maybe the problem is not enough. Not enough prevention, not enough primary care, and it's all leading to too many hospitalizations. And the problem is overuse of hospitals, not doctors, but hospitals. We're spending way too much time in the hospitals. That's been the other part of the hypothesis. So we said, let's look at hospital discharges per population. And here is the mean, right? 149 discharges per 1,000 population and here's the United States, a little bit below average. And interestingly, Germany seems like a bit of the outlier uh, where hospitalizations per population uh, are much, much higher. The other thing, so this is just hospitalizations, right? Hospital discharges per population. Um, anybody have a sense of how our lengths of stay compared to those of other countries, these other countries? We're way shorter, way shorter. Um, anybody have a sense of what the average length of stay for a pneumonia patient in the U.S. is? Yeah, three. In the Medicare population, it's like four or four and a half because it's a little bit older. But in the three to four days. In Japan, about 14. Right? I, I, I was in Japan a few years ago visiting a, a community hospital. It was remarkable to me. There were patients sitting around playing cards um, <laughs> around a table. And I, and I realized some of, them, like some of them had finished their oral antibiotics three days earlier, and they were still being observed, um, right? So it's like they got the f four days of IV, then they switched to the oral, and now um, we're just observing them two days post-oral antibiotics, just making sure they're fine. Um, so it's interesting in terms of, so if you think about it, fewer hospitalizations, shorter lengths of stay, and what you 
realize is we spend far fewer days in the hospital than any other high-income country. So fewer days in the hospital, fewer doctor visits. The third, sort of on this overutilization bit, is that, wow, the problem is we do too many tests and procedures. I put a little asterisk in there to remind myself to make a point, which is, of course, when people talk about we do too many tests and procedures, a big part of that hypothesis, a big part of the driving factor in the policy world, and I'm happy to get into more on this, is a sense that the problem is that the doctors in America were just out there over-testing, over-procedurizing, fee-for-service, it motivates us to do more as opposed to doing better, and that's a big part of the underlying problem. So let's look at some empirical data, and there's a little bit of support for, the, for some of this and not so much for others, but let's look at the data. MRIs. MRIs, we are high. Right? Here's the mean. Here's the US. By the way, Germany. More MRIs per population. And Japan is actually not that far behind. So sure, we have more MRIs per population uh, than average, but not some crazy outlier. Knee replacements, here we really are number one. Number one cause, or from a clinical point of view, of people needing knee replacements? Obesity leading to osteoarthritis, DJD. So we have more obesity than almost all of these countries, actually than any of these countries. And so it's not a total surprise that we're gonna get more knee replacements. Hip replacements, I expected comparable numbers on hip replacements. I said, oh, our knee replacements are high, our hip replacements are gonna be high. Surprisingly, not so much. We're actually just a little below average on hip replacements. With Sweden and, uh, Sweden, sorry, uh, Switzerland and Denmark being the top two, uh, sorry, Switzerland, Germany, and Denmark being the top three. Meaning, again, we see Germany showing up near the top, uh, but we're actually slightly below average. Coronary angioplasty, uh, a procedure that has gotten a lot of attention for concerns about overuse. Um, here's the mean across the OECD, these countries that we looked at. Sure enough, we're a little bit on the high side. And here's Germany again. And by the way, this is all published stuff. I'm also happy to share my slides if anybody wants them. Just email me afterwards and I'll get them to you. Um, but again, what we see is we're a little high on some things, um, but not necessarily others. And here's Germany on coronary angioplasty. So here is how I update my hypothesis on overutilization, which is I'm having a hard time seeing how high US healthcare costs is primarily about providing too much care about overutilization, right? I don't see it. We have fewer hospitalizations, fewer doctor visits. Tests and procedures I see as a mixed bag, right? We do more MRIs and knee replacements and angioplasties. We do fewer hip replacements. The way I think about it is we're, when it comes to utilization of healthcare services, we're above average on some things, we're below average on other things, and on average, we're pretty average on utilization. I don't see big differences in utilization of healthcare as the explanation for why we're spending so much more. Um, another quick one, I'm just gonna uh, just show you this data and then, and then keep going. And actually, this is one I've even said publicly without data, and it turns out I was wrong, um, that the, the one notion that has come up over and over again is that all these countries have, are mostly primary care, we're primarily specialists, and that the specialist primary care physician mix is off. And so 
that was my expectation going to the study, that we were going to find our mix was very different than the mix in other countries. And then the first time my colleagues, I remember they came into my office and they said, here's the data on, on specialty mix. And the data was that uh, here was the mean across these countries and here was the US um, right in the middle. I didn't believe it. I just thought, this can't be right. This goes against everything I've always said and it's always, I've always believed. And, a lot of primary care groups who, who look at this data and say that can't be, that's not right. And so this single data point, we probably spent more time on, not probably, we definitely spent more time on this than any other. And the way we did this, so let me just show you what the data says, and then let me tell you how we verified it. So the proportion of doctors who are primary care, right? And on the right is Sweden and Denmark, where it's only 22 to 33%. Uh, in France, 54% of doctors are primary care. The biggest challenge with this statistic is everybody calls it all different terms. Is it general practitioners? Is it generalists? Is it primary care doctors? And what we did was we said, we don't care what you call it. Let's talk about what people are actually doing in the office, right? Are you the first point of contact? Are you, what kinds of services are you providing? What are you doing? And so we did a functional, functionality-based approach. And then we went to both national statistics offices of each of these countries, as well as sort of three to five experts from each country, and we showed them their data. And so we talked, I remember talking to the guys uh, from Switzerland and saying, hey, we find that 48% of your doctors are primary care based on this definition. Is that right? Could that be right? And did that, and eventually triangulated on these numbers. The 43% for the US, um, comes from the Kaiser Family Foundation, which is an excellent source of data, uh, using the AMA Master File uh, National Surveys. There are other surveys and data from the US that put the number a little lower. Um, we can have a debate about which number is best, but this is our best at sort of doing an apples to apples comparison. It seems to me that maybe we're a little bit below uh, the median, but we're not some crazy outlier on primary care specialty mix. Okay, so that hypothesis to me has been surprising that it doesn't seem to be primarily about primary care versus specialty mix. Um, let me keep going and then I'll take a break in about three minutes. Okay, so if it's not, doesn't seem to be about utilization, doesn't seem to be about a mix of primary care and specialty, we know it's something, we know we're spending more, so what is it? So let's start looking at some data that tells us what it is. And again, the question is why are we spending so much more? So one issue that comes up a lot is administrative waste. And administrative costs, it turns out, uh, is hard to measure because different people have different definitions. And we spent quite a bit of time. And, and OECD has a very narrow definition of administrative spending, which is really the administration of insurance and billing, uh, kind of, uh, and what they find, this is the OECD data, they call it governance administering administrative spending is the mean across countries is about 3% of total healthcare spending, and here's the US at 8%. Real outlier. The only point I wanna, there's several points I wanna make on this. Um, one is there's no doubt that we're higher. The second is people quickly wanna say that private insurance is administratively wasteful and government programs are efficient, both the Netherlands and Switzerland, which are at 4%, not that different from the 3% mean, are primarily private insurance. So we have a particularly complex way that we do administration 
a lot of it, I think, is administrative. A lot of it is wasteful. I haven't met a clinician, by the way, who thinks we have a super streamlined way of doing administrative uh, stuff. Um, this is primarily around insurance and billing. If you take a more expansive view of administrative spending, and you start throwing in things like amount of time doctors spend doing quality measurement, and all of the costs associated with all the other stuff, all the numbers go up in all the countries, but America remains an outlier. And so administrative spending is clearly a place where we're doing it differently than everybody else. And I believe there's a lot of administrative simplification, things that we can do uh, that can lower healthcare spending uh, without harming care. So that's one area where I think there's good reason to believe that we are different. That was Dr. Ja on why U.S. healthcare spending is so high compared to other countries. I'm Todd Unger, and this is Moving Medicine, a podcast by the American Medical Association. To get exclusive AMA advocacy news and information impacting patients, physicians, and the healthcare environment, subscribe to the AMA's Advocacy Update newsletter at ama-assn.org advocacy-update. You can also subscribe to Moving Medicine and other great AMA podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Or visit ama-assn.org slash podcasts. Thank you for listening.